Welcome to the Black Girl Flow Podcast, a space dedicated to creating conversation that pushes us to be in alignment and at peace with ourselves and the world around us. We are about cultivating joy, growth, and success in our life, love, and identity. So join us as we find our flow. We are your hosts, Liv and Lex, two 20-something-year-old Black girls working every day to be in flow. And we want you along this journey with us. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Black Girl Flow Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We know that we have quite a few new followers and listeners here with us today. So if you just happen to be a new listener, we appreciate you. Thanks for joining the tribe. If you have been a recurring listener, you already know you have a special, special place in our hearts. Yeah. And before we even preface with what the post check is, what the episode is today. We just have to do a check-in for all of the people out there. Like, how are you guys doing with this daylight savings nonsense? Oh my gosh. Are we okay? I know we're not okay. We're not okay. Yeah. Do you have a um, weighted blanket like how are you taking care of yourself is I the have, million dollar question I've heard more people talking about this weighted blanket is mm-hmm. this supposed to how is this supposed to support us take the sadness away <laughs> one <laughs> it's supposed to take the sadness away what else do people get they get those like sunset light. lights no I did know this that like up in Ithaca the like people who go to college in Cornell or that area they have like sunlight rooms where they have yeah. lamps that mimic because students need the vitamin D. Well, I have a weighted blanket. Maybe we need to cuddle up under it. Yeah. It's the cold, but it's a different type of cold. It's like cold. And once <laughs> it gets in my toesies, it doesn't leave me. So that compounded with the dark makes me not want to like if it's not too cold, I'll go outside, go on a walk when it's sunny. But I'm so cold during the day that I don't want to go outside. So then by the time it's evening, I'm just sad that it's dark outside. Yeah. And I, I do think it's a shame that probably no one is going to respect that opinion because we are from the South and we live in the South. So we're talking about North Carolina being so cold cold. and we're just like, we can't even go outside because we feel it in our toes and like the wind. Maybe I'll cut this. I don't want to get dragged. No, we have to. We have to. Everybody has their reference point, but you know what I mean? Like the, the days, the days that it has been cold, it's been yeah for north carolina for sure and then we have these like weird oscillating days so that's i'm unwell i went on a walk this morning and just a little bit of wind will throw my ears into a spiral constant ringing and you can't get it unbearable pain this is what i'm saying i can't even talk to anybody on the phone because i need earmuffs on yes so okay conclusion we're not doing okay (laughs) the world is also in disarray so We're not well. Yeah. But we're here. Tis the season. (laughs) And sometimes it just takes those little moments where we all recognize that things may not be what we want it to be. Life might be shitty. Yeah. But we can all come together and kiki about it. And I will say, as much privilege as we have living together, it does feel 
more communal if you walk in and you're like, uh, why is it so dark? And I'm like, just to be able to complain. Yes. So consider to those who don't have that, we're doing that to you. So go ahead, girl, take a second and just let it out. Yeah. Tell us about your cold ears. Mm -hmm. Tell us about the unruly coworker. Let us let us know. Let yeah. us know. Just let it out. We're here for you. We're, yeah. we're with you. I think people that live alone have the right to complain twice as much as those that do not Agreed. get to get to have that experience. Yeah, I I will I will co-sign that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're we're, we're here with you guys, and we're also recognizing that it's shitty. So this is really just you know the corner for that. But like I said, if you're new to this podcast, my name is Liv. And I have my beautiful, beautiful co-host, Lex. Lex. Yeah. We've been at it. Capricorn and Aquarius duo for you guys. And we usually like to start off the podcast with Pulse Check. Our Pulse Check is just our time to connect with how we're feeling, mind, body, soul. We did kind of give a little privy to how we're doing (laughs) when it comes to the state of the world. But I can kick us off for the Pulse Check. Yeah. And then we can dive right in. To the episode. Wow. Are we just finishing each other's sentence? Okay. <laughs> so how am I doing? I haven't really asked myself. It's December. This. Your birthday clock is now begun. Yeah. The holidays were one down. Yeah. Two to come. Yeah. Really honestly, three for you because you're a national holiday. Wow. I mean, just keep them coming. And every 25. Single- yes. So bingo. That's how I'm feeling. Okay. 25 is kind of it's not insane but it was so funny because Lexi the other day was like should we have a funeral for like your 20s <laughs> like your early 20s like you're kind of kissing them goodbye and in a weird way my prefrontal cortex is going to be fully developed correct she's going to be voluptuous and I'm not going to be able to blame things on prefrontal cortex. I might be able to blame it on the planets and stars and stuff like that, right? Yeah. But the prefrontal cortex, my decision making has to be, you know, I would say on point. And so I this think is I'm now like the cards you've been dealt. That's these are the is. cards, and I um am hell bent on not having the birthday blues this year Mm. my friends know me as someone to uh dabble in the psychic realm and that has like (laughs) last year was just a year that sent me down a spiral um with (laughs) what the psychics were saying usually in conjunction with the spiral Mm -hmm. like absolutely as it doesn't go as planned you end up at a psychic as they don't tell me exactly (laughs) what i want to (laughs) hear If they don't tell me that I'm going to meet someone with abundant wealth that is going to invest in me, the spiral then sets in and I'm immediately like, this is the worst. What the heck? Um, Spends two months unpacking Spends two months, three months just waiting for a check to come, anything good that they said. But yeah, this year I am just trying to find like the most casual way to enter my 20 fifth year yeah. I'm like I almost said my 20s because I'm usually the type of person where I'm like I want to pamper myself like I want to go shopping I want to have an expensive meal I want to do all this stuff but excuse me now I'm like I just want to do the small things mm-hmm. we're gonna since we've already tried the big things and we see that may not be where my frame of reference should be like let's try the small things yeah so I'm just trying to like plan out what I would like that week to look like. Yeah. 
and my family will be in town. So that is one thing that I'm looking forward to. But with that comes like a new year because my birthday is so close. So close. To the end of the year. It's like a boom, boom, boom. But all good things come in threes. And you really start that. Um, If you can beat the birthday blues, you will honestly, that will be your million dollar check. Because I think the girls Mm -hmm. struggle. Every year, it beats their ass every year. I need the research. It's a weird nostalgia mixed with nothingness, limbo. I don't know why that always happens to us. It really is a psychological experience. Yeah. Um, But yeah, we don't wish that on you. The female urge to cry on our birthday. (laughs) The urge, it happens. What do you mean? Yeah. If you didn't cry on your birthday, and then you can't be that girl that... Like, oh my gosh, I can't even. Yeah. Because who are you if you don't yeah. get the birthday blues? Well, we don't wish that for you this year. You're going to beat the blues. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a blast. Praying to be delivered from the go. birthday blues. Yeah. I think that December for me is just wild to think we're at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And the past three months has felt like a whole year in and of itself. Yeah. So I'm ready to not be doing that. I also really love being home mm-hmm. and these are holidays, simultaneously never home, simultaneously never home, really want to be home for the holidays, mm-hmm. not going to be home for the holidays. So sigh, big sigh, major <laughs> sigh, but I'm getting closer and closer every year. But I do think at some point, I don't even know. I feel like if my mother's listening to this, she's going to, she's going to roll her eyes and like one year, I'm just going to ride it off like at home you know Uh because I just love I love my holidays now Mm -hmm. so I'm trying to enjoy all the the season things got a quick trip to DC which I'm so pumped about because I love DC and I love Christmas time or the holidays and so looking forward to that for sure but just trying to take in all the lights really that's like my big thing yeah, we're in our Christmas festivity bag for sure. Yeah. And I think that there's going to be what Christmas watching parties. You you're like you're like you're teaching me. You're she's introducing me. So if anyone needs a Christmas 101 class, hey, just just DM Lexi. She it's knows. a journey. It's an experience. I I do like to facilitate. Yes. And I have a question. If you could dress up as Mrs. Claus, would you? Mm, probably if someone like really facilitated <laughs> it like I wouldn't it would have to be like a party or something which I am jealous of the holiday party girlies like really girls who get to or people who get to go to holiday parties for like work and stuff that seems like so much fun mm. um yeah and I've never really experienced that I've had like holiday office parties but it was always us doing like a craft or something I've never experienced like the corporate like wine and dine, which I don't know in this economy if people are even doing that. But mm-hmm. I'm like, that seems like so much fun. Um, but I know a lot of people like despise small talk and all that. So if you have to endure that, sending you all the energy that you need. And if you need a plus one, slide into me and Liv's DMs. Because we could really work a crowd. We've, we've been known that's to true. do it once or twice. You can come to my company holiday party. Oh my gosh. That yeah, sounds like a blast. You're invited. See y'all asking you shall. Yeah, receive. it's kind of like black tie-ish. I don't know. It's one for of those real? real holiday parties. Wait, I literally yes, that's yeah. what I'm looking for. Well, look, y'all. Fantastic. Just if anybody else needs an invite. Who are you? <laughs> who are you 
Santa Claus handing out all this holiday cheer? I mean, okay, okay, we're getting ahead of ourselves and little gushing over each other. I do think, though, this ends up working out nicely for our episode that we have today, mm-hmm. which is all around this idea of awe. Yes. Which I'm super pumped to talk about this. One, I saw a TikTok from Good Morning America. Hoda was talking about that there are actually different types of awe. And so I sent it to you and it really resonated. I also think it matches this kind of holiday season of this kind of magic and like emotion that we don't always have the words for. And so I'm really excited to unpack this idea of what is awe, the types of awe. And so in the clip, Hoda was highlighting five different types of awe. And just to run those for folks so they know, I don't even know if I have the words to describe awe, but it really is that breathtaking, speechless moment that comes with a wealth of emotion in the sense of, yeah, just kind of immaculate, and it causes you to pause in a way. So she highlighted that um, one is obviously spiritual, like you can have a spiritual encounter or moment. Uh, Two can be a moment in nature, whether witnessing kind of beautiful nature or just having your breath taken by nature or having a grounding moment in nature. Collective joy. So this would be, you know, rocking out to your favorite song in a wedding mosh pit or something like that. This moment of just collective happiness. Uh, I think I'm on four is uh, witnessing an act of kindness that you are not a part of. So seeing a Good Samaritan act, seeing somebody, um, I almost kind of think about when you see soldiers returning from home, like why everybody gets so Mm -hmm. emotional in those videos. It's like you just see this beautiful act of kindness. And then the last one is moral beauty Mm. and is just somebody who takes your breath away in sense of, who they are and how they live their life. And they kind of have the way I think of it is like an effervescence, like this kind of aura about them of, I, I think Michelle Obama would probably give me like a moral beauty, like baseline mm-hmm. is how I think about it. So that was it. And I'm curious, Liv, how you've experienced awe and what those five types feel to you. And yeah, even how it might connect to the idea of flow. Absolutely. I mean, I think that awe connects so much to my practice and ritual of gratitude and oftentimes when you find these like whimsical things to be excited about Mm -hmm. it gives you like this new sense of confidence and sometimes they can just be like really niche like sometimes Mm -hmm. when I'm on TikTok and I'm scrolling and I see somebody um, put together like a humongous puzzle and they're oh, just yeah. super excited about it. And it's like that whimsical moment. It brings me a lot of joy. And so oftentimes, even when I'm reflecting in my gratitude ritual, I might see, I, I might write down like, oh my God, I got to see somebody like rocking out in their car and yeah. not even paying attention to who was watching. And that to me was just so courageous and brave. Yeah. When I was thinking about awe, I I saw a couple articles, but one quote by the social psychologist Jonathan Haidt calls awe the emotion of self-transcendence. And it he he says, you know, awe gives us an experience of vastness and of novelty and mystery, and it leaves an alluring 
and hauntingly beautiful lasting impression. And so the ways that awe has shown up in my life has been, um, you know, as an older sister, when I get to spend time with my youngest brother and I can Mm -hmm. kind of see core memories shaping him. Um, If you know me, you know, I have a younger brother that's 17 years younger than me. And so having a lasting impression in his life and like kind of creating moments that I remember having as a kid brings me a certain level of awe because it's, you can kind of see the impact or the impressions forming on him. Um, You know, I also got into a new relationship this year and my partner my man's my man's my man's it's so funny I don't know when I started saying my partner because my partner feels like whoa but like my boyfriend should I say um he listens to me when I feel like I'm not even worth listening to Mm -hmm. and so when you see somebody that's still listening to you and is still kind of like interested in what you have to say it does give me like sense of it gives you a sense of awe and so yeah as we've you know, as we were kind of talking out this episode, I was reflecting and it definitely shapes, I think, our overall attitude towards life, being open to the experience totally. of being in awe, because oftentimes we can fall into one end of the spectrum of like, life is shitty and there is no nothing to be happy about and there's no joy or I'm dealing with so much grief and there's nothing to be happy about. But if you go back to like, one of our past, past episodes with um, Cindy Spiegel and her book, Micro Joys, you can see that yeah. even during the times when there may be like a revolution happening or you're experiencing so much grief or you're experiencing, you know, your own personal self-mourning, you can still find these opportunities to have awe. Of course. And joy. Of course. And so it's like, how can we be more sensitive yeah. to to that so we're not like missing these moments yeah and we're not skipping over the beauty that comes with also the icky part of life just popping in here because we are going to take a brief break before we continue the conversation hey y'all let's talk about making your week a whole lot easier with factor picture this gourmet meals dietitian approved delivered straight to your door no fuss no hassle Just deliciousness waiting for you. Whether you're keto, calorie smart, vegan, or anything in between, Factor has over 35 options a week to choose from. And the best part is they're ready to eat in just minutes. But it's not just meals. Think snacks, smoothies, and all the good stuff in between. Plus, it's budget friendly, way cheaper than your typical takeout, and way healthier too. Let's just say Factor gets you. It's perfect for our busy lives, offering flexibility with six to 18 meals a week. And don't worry, if you need a pause or reschedule, they got you. And let's talk about cleanup. With Factor, there's none. Meals come ready to heat and eat. So say goodbye to cooking and cleaning. So ready to simplify your life? Well, go ahead and head to factormeals.com slash blackgirlflow50 and use our code Black Girl Flow 50 to get 50% off. That's code Black Girl Flow 50 at factormeals.com slash Black Girl Flow 50 to get 50% off. I couldn't agree more with everything that you said because I think we talk so much about the tools to help us navigate the circumstances. 
And awe feels like bridging a conversation of what could be. Like being caught up in this vastness and knowing you're a part of it, but then also seeing the distance of it in that it also belongs to other things and you have that sense of connectedness that I love the way the psychologist says like it you transcend yourself but also you couldn't have that experience if you were not deeply in your own body yeah and like you said of like through so many of these practices it's not just to help us manage our day-to-day it's to help us tap into that flow to help us be a part and cultivate more moments of that awe and to bear witness to more moments of that. And so I appreciate it because it reminds me that all of these tools we talk about are not just to get us through the day, through our life, just to survive. They're to get us to thrive. And I want to experience awe. I take my breath away. Like, leave me speechless. I think about things so much. I'm like, leave me with nothing but the experience. Humble Mm -hmm. me, put me on my knees in the sense of like, love it. Expand my heart. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. And so I was thinking about what aspects of this. I also think I maybe even want to start calling myself an awe junkie. Mm -hmm. And so, because I just love the idea of all the different facets that you can experience it in, like nature, like in the collective joy. But I was actually talking to my boyfriend about Mm -hmm. this as well, because his new thing is kind of like having flowers. He he bought this special vase for me, and it's on my side of his bed, Mm -hmm. and he puts flowers into it every time I come. So Mm -hmm. I always have like a new set of flowers. But he knows I love flowers, but here's what I really love. I love knowing that he's in a grocery store holding flowers Mm -hmm. because I love going to the grocery store, seeing a man with flowers Mm -hmm. and just thinking in my head, oh my goodness, I just hope that there's a lucky person on the other side of those flowers. Like I'm thinking about somebody I've never met. I cannot imagine who they are. But it, to me, it is that witness of kindness that mm-hmm. it's like, wow, like, look at this person who's making this decision. And I love, it's almost like the opposite of evil eye, mm-hmm. where I'm like, somebody's thinking about me in this mm-hmm. way, and I want to receive that blessing. Mm-hmm. And I don't, like, it's through somebody else. So I'm mm-hmm. like, what I love even more than having the flowers is knowing you were in the grocery store and mm-hmm. someone was seeing you being like, oh, I hope there's a lovely lady getting those tonight. Yeah. And I'm like, I want to receive that love and because I, I know I'm giving it so much when, I, um, when I'm witnessing other people do that. And so for me, that's like, again, like you're, it's a small moment. I surely have experienced on those very humbling, like life-changing, still processing it moments. But I, I do love being able to be in practice of finding awe in those really tiny and bringing me kind of to flow in, in, in my own way. Yeah, because I think um, when it comes to the mind, body, soul, community, yeah. you know, sector of like what we talk about when it comes to being in flow, being in alignment, um, awe to me perfectly fin- fits into like the mental and emotional state of our well-being. Yeah. So like, are we in a state where we can experience this? And if not, then like, what are we holding on to? What can, what needs Ooh. to be removed so that we can call more of that into our life? There we go. And, and there were some really cool reflection questions um, in this article that I found as well that asks, 
When's the last time you experienced a sense of awe? Is your life overly full and heavy right now? Or are you open to small daily experiences of wonder? Do you savor these experiences and feel grateful for them? Go ahead. What will you do to bring more awe opportunities into your life? So love it. Just sit in it for a little bit. Like when was the last time you experienced awe? Has it been a long time? Yeah. For someone like me, I have the memory of a goldfish, okay? But I do remember (laughs) how I feel. (laughs) You know what I mean? Totally. And I keep my journal to help me remind myself. (laughs) And I rely on my community to remind me of things. Collective consciousness. But if you can't go back in time, similar to, you know, how your girl here can't, just becoming more aware of these moments and doing what you can to to connect with those moments so that you can move with intention or you can also create those moments for other people. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think, I hope, I know sometimes the holiday season can be tough for people because you're navigating a lot of different dynamics too, but I think paired with the reflection questions and knowing that there are so many ways to tap into awe and it doesn't have to be in this one unilateral way, but actually it's so expansive and I would even argue well beyond just the five that we offered to. So I hope people take those, take the reflection questions into this season that we're entering. And like you said, find that practice, commit to yourself to spend that time to remove those barriers and really find the moments because I think the nice thing or the beautiful thing about awe is it's there. Like mm-hmm. it is it is all around. And just like the many examples we highlighted, it's about aligning yourself to be able to interact and be in flow with those moments. And I want more of that for myself and my sisters and yeah. all of y'all in the sister friend tribe um, as we enter into the new year. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, listen, y'all. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We are so grateful that y'all are still here rocking with us, always diving deeper into how we can make ourselves better and our community better. And we will catch you guys next time. Stay bundled up. Peace, love, blessings. Can't wait to see you guys later. Bye, y'all. Bye. All right. That wraps up our episode this week. We'd really appreciate if y'all could rate us on Apple and Spotify as it really helps grow our BGF tribe and support our podcast. As always, the conversation continues on Instagram and TikTok. So connect with us there if you want to join in on all the kikis. With that said, we will see y'all next time. Rest well, folks.